No, Chopper's Corner, no. Bob Saget is dead, Oh my goodness, Heavenly Father. No, Heavenly, there's too much going on. Betty White, Sydney Poitier. I would need somebody to come and get me, child. Because when I found out Bob Saget died, I, I literally fell out. I fell out. My poor little baby had to come crawling up to me. He said, Bobby, he didn't, just, he didn't even literally say Bobby, but he just started tapping on my face and said, Are you was okay? You know, in the symbolism, is you all right? No. No. Mommy is not okay. And I got Baby Chapel here with me right now because it's my safety blanket, y'all. What they doing? Oh. Oh, Betty. Sydney and Bob. Oh, Chapel's corner. Y'all got to come get me. Baby Chapo, help. Oh, my goodness. Oh. All right. Let me see if I can pull myself together, child. and try to pull my... Mm-mm. No, mm-mm. I can't. My even my son offered me his binky. It's so bad. He offered me his binky. He said he, it was strapped to his his shirt. You know how you got the binky strapped to the attachment to the shirt so they don't lose it and you ain't got to find a child. He said, Bobby, you need my binky. <laughs> and I took it. Child, I took the binky. I cleaned it later, but I took the binky. I got it. Y'all got to come get me. Oh, oh. All right, so look, right? One minute. And 39, 40 seconds of me damn near fucking... Child, I don't know what to do. Somebody check on Felicia Rashad and her sister, Debbie Allen. Oh, my goodness. Is is Harry Harry Belafonte still with us? Hello. Listen, I'm younger than all of them, but I respect all my elders. Listen, I'm going to... Listen, okay, see see what we're going to do here with your VTech. People have passed away, baby Judah. Okay? You can play with this. <laughs> we gonna show respect on Chapo's quarter. Oh, child, no. Listen, you know who's next? If if if, if anything happened to Janet Jackson, y'all gonna really have to come get me, okay? Y'all gonna need to check on Felicia Rashad for me, Debbie Allen. I need y'all to check on on, on Harry Belafonte. Listen, I'm checking on all my elders, man. What are we going to have left, Chapo's corner? What are we gonna have left? These cheesy-ass bullshit remakes. Let me tell you something. Legends is awesome and Legends is great. Icon is amazing. What I can't understand about this generation is how much they just jump to, uh, especially with the music industry, how much they just jump to who was um, prominent in the past 10 years. You know, I love music. I love movie, Right. I don't just know movies from the time I was born on. I know movies from 1920s, black and white. I have classics like Casablanca. It don't matter how old you are. You need to know your stuff, you know? And I don't even know that some people know, especially millennials, about Bob Saget. What he did for me. What Sidney Poitier did for me. What Betty White did for me. What a lot of these legends did for me, can't nobody do. You see, this childhood, this is a, you talk about my childhood, what I was coming up, bringing up, raised on. Even the Raising in the Sun with Sidney Poitier. And um, what, what was that movie that he did that I love so much? Um, Guess Who's Coming to Dinner? Where he married a white woman or he was engaged to a white woman. And he had to come to the dinner and present himself as the black male marrying the white woman. Especially in those days. So much Sidney Poitier did. When I think about classic Sesame Street versus new Sesame Street. One thing I love the most is all the legends. When I say let. Bro, legends on classic Sesame Street. 
I look at New Age Sesame Street. I seen NSYNC on there, and I love NSYNC when I was younger. And they just didn't do it for me when they was on there. I seen uh, Destiny's Child on there, and I loved it. They just didn't do it for me. My son watched classic Sesame Street on HBO Max. Lena Horne is on probably like three, four episodes. Literally, he loved Sesame Street for the first year of his life, Sesame Street, more than any other show. Miss Lena comes on, and he just, I'd never seen a baby so somber. It don't matter where he go, he just sit down and listen. Miss Lena will sing the alphabet. Miss Lena will, Miss Lena will sing with uh, Kermit, talking about it's not easy being green. And Miss Lena will sing with Grover. Not Super Grover at the time, but Grover about how to meet people and be friendly, how to say hello and all these things. Every time he sees Miss Lena, he just, ah. Oh. I love to watch classic Sesame Street and see Arthur Ashe, a legend. They said they, when he was around, they said he was the greatest black man ever as far as player in the earth, okay? I watch classic Sesame Street and I see Mahalia Jackson. I watch classic Sesame I see legends. And when they're there, they look like they fit. Like they want to be there, like their soul matched children and the things they want to, they, they want to be there. They're sharing their skill and they're on Sesame Street. They might be pro promoting themselves. Hello, baby Judah. But at the same time, you know, they're, they're doing what they need to do. So now when I'm sitting here, like they, all the legends are gone, you know, they're just gone. Now, now you just have all this popcorn stuff and all this, everybody is remaking. Yes, that's right. You better get on here with your mama. That's right. Everybody over here trying to remake all this crap. And they're doing it pathetically, and it makes me just so sad, Chopper's Corner. I just can't even, now Bob Saget is gone. The man that gave us Full House. I remember my father passed away when I was six, seven years old. I remember watching Full House, when I was able to understand it, and watching it till it went off. Especially if you was back there in those days. It was a TG, TGIF on ABC. Am I lying? It was Family Matters. It was like Full House, TGIF. It was, it was a Thank God It's Friday kind of thing. At the end of the week, and then on Saturdays, it was um some kind of thing on ABC too. Um, Saturday something for kids. All the school shows you get your, you get your damn cereals. You sat down from the TV, and you watched it, and fam, Family Matters, Full House, those shows, those shows had morals. They had values. They taught you things because those days and times was different. He was a single father. He had children. He had to raise. He had his, uh he had his uh brother uncle Jesse. Then you had the uncle, the other uncle that was there, and then you had Aunt Becky. Well, Lord, we know Aunt Becky done Lord, Lord, but you know what? Aunt Becky was trying to go hard for the kids. Lord, we know later Aunt Becky. Child Bob is gone. Betty is gone. Sydney is gone. The raising in the sun and all the other things. What is left? What is left? It's too easy to be successful. It's too easy to make it these days. You don't have to literally pave a way. Because the people already paved the way for you. And then do you even remember the people that paved the way? Saddened. I'm really saddened, bro. I'm just like, damn, we're in a day and time where it's like, what are we going to have left? They're all going. It was a different time. They're of a certain age and they're all going, what are we going to have left? By the time I just got to sit in there and listen, I don't know what's going to happen. God, if I'm alive, God willing, in 10, 20 years, whatever the hell's on TV or whatever, what, do you, what are we going to do? So thankful to be alive in an age where you can stream, download, rewatch, pause, rewind, fast forward, live TV or whatever, and watch and stream things in the time that you want it. Because you can just you can just live in those ages. Okay. My aunt told me these times are amazing for her because she could literally go back to um what do you call it? Things of like um 
Leave it to Beaver and like those kind of shows that she grew up on that made her happy. Um, what do you call it? Little House on the Prairie. Yeah, you can laugh all you want, but those are the shows that she grew up on that she want to see. Okay. And she watches it and she loves it to this day that she could still stream those kind of things. That's how I feel about Golden Girls and all that stuff. Because could you admit, I couldn't imagine living in an age where I still can't catch an old episode of Full House and binge watch. Like, so he's just gone. You know, it wasn't two people. Tupac passed away, and I shed a tear. I remember I was in, I was young and I was in junior high school, and I cried about that. You know, Biggie died, and I felt affected, but I was more affected by Tupac. He had more effect on me. I mean, because I'm an intellectual, knowledgeable person, I didn't, maybe didn't understand that about me at the time because it was in the '90s, '96, '97-ish. I didn't understand that about me, but it was something about him made me cry. The next person I bawled my eyes out for when they died was Michael Jackson. Oh my God, my month. Anybody will tell you. So the time I'm younger, moonwalker, the movie, anything that happened to Michael Jackson, it was so amazing to be young in my time and grow up watching him because, yes, he loved kids. They swear he just loved boys, but he just he just loved kids. Moonwalker and anything else, anything he did, I would ask my mother to get a blank VHS tape, put it in the VCR, record anything. The concert in Bucharest is the best. Oh, my God. I like the concert up in Bucharest, okay? And when he passed away, I was distraught. My mother had to check on me, okay? I did not need a tissue. I did not need a, a, a wash, uh, what you call it, paper towel. I needed a whole uh, towel. Not the washcloth size, but the medium size. The size before the regular size towel. I needed that. And I boiled my eyes out and, and sniffed my nose out in that towel all night long listening to Ben. Boy, did I kill myself listening to Ben and other things. But boy, did I play Ben on repeat more than anything. And I was sick to death. Too celebrity, okay? And I feel like I have not felt like that ever again, you know? And about any celebrity, I've never felt that that bad. I felt a way. Thank you for what you've done, everybody. But it wasn't Mike. Michael Jackson hit me more than anybody passing in my life. My mother had to check on me. Make sure I ate and everything. I was so distraught over Michael Jackson passing away. He just gave me so much of my childhood. So did Bob Saget. So did Betty White. Okay, and Sidney Poitier. You know, you just you just don't know. And these uh, oh the oh today the times today, at the times today I don't know guys. Like I'll take the classics sometimes over today. I don't want racism of the old, meaning like of the you know what I want of the old times versus today. I don't want that. But some of the good stuff, the quality stuff, the TV stuff where they taught you morals, you know, that kind of stuff. Yeah, I want more of that. Because on TV today, and with things that you're watching, everything is just getting, everything is about the times. It's what time that you're in now. These times are ridiculous. Can't imagine what's going to look like. So Bob is, oh yeah, I just break away a lot of love. Still got a lot of Saturday. Why? They're saying they don't know what happened bob has been touring he has been in florida he has been doing things he has been happy saying literally that he had no idea at one point that he had talked or did his uh comedic stance for two hours and he's literally back to being addicted to this shit you know he said because bob is a comedian he gave us americans uh home home videos america's funniest home videos oh my gosh America, America, this is you. Remember that? That was every child. Child, you gotta laugh. Child was gonna tell you about laughing. 
I didn't even know Bob was as funny. I mean, he was funny on the show, but he wasn't as funny as when he was over there cracking them jokes over there. And if you catch him in stand-up outside of that stuff later on in his life, he's very... What TMZ said was raunchy. I like how they said that because he can step outside of the whole, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm um, a tanner. I'm Mr. Tanner. You know, I come out and give you the raw deal. So I'm very saddened on today about him. You know, it makes absolutely no sense. It's just, I mean, well, it doesn't not make any sense. It doesn't make any sense that they don't know what he passed away from. Supposedly, they just found them passed over. They're going to say drugs. Betty Weiss and Newport. I don't know what's going on, child. I just, ah. We all got to take that road and we all got to take that trip too, you know. What are we all leaving behind? That's the next thing I wanted to say. What are we leaving behind, you know? What kind of person were you? I can't say that we all can please everybody. Hell, even I can. I'm sure some people don't like my ass for whatever reason. And trust me, I don't care. Because I know damn why I rob, steal, jack you. I ain't sleep with your husband. You know what I'm saying? That's why I don't care. You see what I'm trying to say? It's because whatever it is, it has to be something petty. And probably even some over some man. That was really rightfully mine before he was yours. <laughs> I'm just being honest. Women. Other than that, I don't really have much problem. But that doesn't mean that problem can't fall on your doorstep. You know? And with that being said, it's just like, um, oh, man. I don't know. You just got to, you got to, gotta, you just got to hold on to, uh, got to hold on to what you got. I want to send a special shout out to a friend of mine who's going through loss right now. I'm trying to reach out to him, but obviously, you know, sometimes when you're burying your loved ones and you're going through grief, you don't answer everybody right away. So I'm giving him some time, but he knows who he is, my good friend from a long time. I don't even know that he's going to catch this episode, but tonight especially or whenever, but when he does, I'm going to catch up to him. Got to check up on everybody. Everybody got to check up on everyone. I'm reading stories where these teens and Burger King is getting killed. A 16-year-old girl was... Uh, shot and killed at Burger King on a drive-thru. The guy came through and we tried to rob him, but apparently it was a, an employee inside the store who was a felon. And I'm not trying to judge anybody. I'm just telling you what they're saying, who's on parole, who also had a gun and carried it to work, who happened to see everything go on and start shooting. So there was a passenger, or I would say a passenger. It was a person that was going to eat at Burger King in the drive-thru, right behind that car. And they videotaped everything. And what everybody notices in the video is that the two shots that were fired was not from the person. They probably was just trying to scare the girl, which you're still a loser, okay? But at the same time, they didn't fire it. The two shots came from somebody inside the store. Come to find out this 16-year-old girl might have gotten shot by her own co-worker, okay? Uh, and also, the manager and the co-worker must have had something going on because they found out in 2019 they shared an address. Okay? And also shortly after, when he shot and fired the gun, he asked the manager, please open the safe so I can hide the gun. And the manager did that. Okay, Supposedly she was arrested for, I guess they said something like um, not helping them investigate the matter properly and it was later released okay but then you had a 19 year old girl here in new york city just last night into sunday morning it's sunday now it's not even monday yet before 1 a.m the girl was gunned down somebody was robbing him one thing i want to say is this mass shooting is different shootings everywhere i want everybody to please be careful everywhere you go just pay attention look up and look around we like to look into our phones we like to have our AirPods, and we like to just but please be 
vigilant and aware. I'll give a fuck if an enemy is listening to me because I don't. I'm not that even type of person. I want everybody to be safe. Please be aware, okay? Because things are going on out here. You can't even go to work, and the mother is sickened to death about the 19 year old girl uh, in Manhattan who got shot at the Burger King because she said the daughter kept saying that it wasn't safe. Yes, that's what we. Yes, we got to speak out as a mother and a child team. The, the child kept saying she did not feel safe. It was 50 homeless people sleeping in front of the house, in front of the store at night. You know, it, the girl had an admirer. This, the thing that touched me about the story, the girl had an admirer who would come and check on her regularly and also sent her flower deliveries, like one flower, whatever he could afford, just one flower. And on that night, he went there and he also asked for a flower to be delivered. They said they saw a guy coming. He was dressed in all black, usually the way... The guys that deliver the flowers are dressed. She buzzed them in. Unless you want to think where they buzz them in. They let the, the guy in. This guy knocks out the manager and knocks out the admirer and demands money from the young girl, 19-year-old girl that's working. And uh, they said she did everything that he asked them to do. But when he turned around to leave with $100, only $100 that there was in the drawer, he pretended he was going to go turn around to leave they turned on a shatter in the stomach and torso. And then Myra said that he was with her until she took her last breath. Okay. Now, the mother is in grief because she is saying that the daughter was saying she didn't want to go. Even that night when she woke her up for the overnight shift. It's the overnight shift. She said, Ma, I don't want to go. I don't want to go. You know, she was working the job in three weeks. And the mother said, well, you know, you have to go. And, you, you know, I want you to be responsible. It's important to be responsible, which is true. And that, you know, she should just go into do the job. Well, you know, and that's the mother's biggest heart aching pain right now is that she told the daughter to go when the daughter said she don't want to go. All I want to say about these days and times is that it's not the same. The same way I told you about these days and times about these people that's passing and going on. It's not the same. I don't care what's open. I don't care if you're vaccinated, you can go there or whatever the situation is in your state. Be aware and be cautious and watch your children and watch your family members and just be aware. They swear there's another variant out here. All I'm simply saying is everybody be aware because I don't think everybody understands how much this gun violence or this random gun violence is going on everywhere. In New York City, it's literally back to the 90s. Don't come here to tour. Don't be no tourists out here because it's back to the night. I don't even want to not going into the city. You can go, but at the same time, go at your own risk these days. It's too much going on. Economically, people financially are facing hardship. I say all the time during the COVID, a lot of people lost their minds, you know? And this is just the kind of time where you just got to buckle down and be safe, period. So, Betty White, Sidney Poirier, going back to the main topic of episode, Bob Saget. I, you know, we all got to take this trip. What are you leaving behind and what is your legacy? All these people left me something behind to the point that I'm like, no. And no, no, no again. It's Felicia Rashad, okay. It's Tina Fey, okay. I got to check on everybody. It's Marlon and Damon and Sean Wayans, okay. Keenan Tupu. Pete Davidson, are you okay? No, you know, you ain't okay, nigga. You, you 
you are not okay. <laughs> nigga refuses to blink twice for help. That's not on us, nigga. That's on him. We call that, like, what they call that, like, I don't know, some kind of, like, uh, we're gonna give him enough rope to hang himself. He want to get the rope to hang himself. We're just gonna keep on giving him enough rope to hang himself. That kind of thing, you know. God, I can't anymore. You know, life is real. Leave behind a good legacy. That's and 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 even if you're not famous, what are people gonna say about you? You know, they'll be the person that people are like, oh, good because that person was a predator, a molester, a deadbeat, a this. Or that. You know, be something. You got. You are all gonna leave this earth at at the end of this day. It's not to say that whether even if you're a disgusting person, you should not be some kind of honored or homage or buried properly, but. Is there a legacy that you want to be leave behind? Is that your children? You know what I'm saying? We got to think about these things because, damn it, stop the world I want to get off. I don't want to be here. Child, you know, and it's not to say, it's not a suicidal thought. It's just like I said, if I can get on a rocket ship, Elon, 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 Doc, somebody, McFly, hello, DeLorean, get me out of here. I just want to get the fuck out of here with my child. Because y'all losing your minds down here. And I don't have time to figure. Well, I'm supposed to sit around and wait for y'all to self-destruct and take me along with you. They're gone. They're going. And I'm supposed to sit here in this, like, recycled. Do you know what it's like? My mother has lived in an age where she literally lived. And she saw her grace and classics. And she saw others come after them who were the, I guess you could say, the descendants or the products of the people that pave the way not literally biologically the descendants of whatever but you know what i'm trying to say like she's seen it but me what is it like for me to grow up and experience this scooby-doo and that this and this mary poppin and this 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 and this and then now i'm 36 and i should i deserve new product i deserve new content and all the fuck i'm getting all the time is a remake of old shit every fucking old shit i ever seen sonic this that come on like i deserve better do you know what that's like that shit is like that shit is like being stuck in Groundhog's Day, bro. Y'all seen a Groundhog's Day or repeaters. Remember the movie Repeaters? Repeaters and Groundhog's just waking up every day and just I can't. If it was not for streaming my shows the way I want to in this day and age, I don't know what the hell I would do. Some of these shows just popcorn and fucking cheesy. Ain't nothing even. I'm just being honest with you. I was nothing to do with being older since I can't get nothing from it. Okay. Clearly, shows, movies, things of that nature are modeled and designed of times. Like shows of these days, and I'm not making fun of anybody, are more uh, LGBTQ friendly. You know, that's not takeaway from the community. It's just say because the times are like that. The show. Are you are you saying what I'm saying while I'm saying it? I'll be with you in one second. You know, kind of thing. You know, I need him as a safety blanket. Damn that, my child come get me. He said, "You need a binky. What's wrong, mama?" Mom, mom, mom. Does he call me mom, mom? Child, he passes bedtime too, but it ain't his fault. I definitely snatched him up. <laughs> Help me, mama in distress. She need mama cuddles. Cuddle with me. Five second is dead. Sydney put you in, bro. What are y'all trying to do to a classic bitch? A classic bitch with a twist. Yeah. What y'all trying to do? What you trying to do? I don't want to be stuck down here with these fucking millennials, bro. <laughs> I got to raise my son. Bro, child, I got to. I, I'm not. I said, I want to be culture. I want to be 
pop culture. I know his stuff. I don't want my son to be the type of person to be like, who? Lena Horne. He'd be like, who? Like, why don't you know that? You do not have to have lived in any fucking time to know shit. You know? I know my history and I was not living during that time. They, some people are like, oh, Sydney Poor, who the hell is that? A fucking legend, an icon, bitch. A little fucking milk breast smelling like Similac, smelling like millennial, youngling. All right, I gotta go. All right, Chester, I gotta go. I just wanted to say that. I just have to get to a fine chest because I can't understand any of it. I just don't understand any of it. Mm. My legacy. I'm going to work on my legacy. Yeah, absolutely. Yes, you have to. We are not promised tomorrow. Me, my son was close on it. We're not promised tomorrow. Hell, we ain't promised anything today. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just got to take it one day at a time, you know, and every day hopefully strive to be better people because that's what I tried to do. I ain't never going to be the best of the best with Damn it, anybody be saying I'll try to get better every year, every year I'll try to do something a little bit different, bro. I just do. I have to. Because anything in growing is dead. Oh, dead. I don't want to talk about death. Oh, I was going to go, yeah, baby. Baby Chapo, help. Can I hold your hand? All right, y'all. Now, though, let me let you go. Put my baby to sleep. You know, I suffered enough watching his mother don't roll around on the floor for somebody that we ain't ever seen in real life in person. Lord, have me, Father. But it's not about that. It's about what did they bring to you? Yeah. If some people go through depression, not me necessarily with Bob Saget, but and I'm not saying that Bob Saget saved them, but some people go through things and certain music, certain artists, they, they pull them out. If it wasn't for maybe that song or this show or whatever, to the, you know, the, the, the gift that they gave them. That's why some people literally say, thank you. Thank you for what you gave us. Betty White, Sydney Portier. And on today, Bob Saget, which, how the fuck did you die? I'm waiting for them to say that it was fucking drugs, bro. What did Bob Saget now? Did y'all take him out? Like, oh, my God. Like, oh, they got it, got it. What are you doing now? Give me the wipes. You know, this thing. He has this thing that all he wants to do is take everything and throw them over the edge. Everything. It doesn't matter. As soon as he gets it, he wants to throw it over the edge. After he throws it over the edge, he has to look over and look down to make sure that it's there terrible why is children more destructive before they are constructive and productive i don't get it but apparently the stage of growth look at them i I wish i could show you look at this one white look at this in each hand just everything and when are you gonna throw it off here let me make a path for you come throw it off the edge here that's a shame you know you want to why should i but because they have to learn things yeah i'm trying to figure out when is he gonna be a get the fear of heights Hanging off of things. I don't put them on high things, but if I'm sitting on the bed with them and I'm watching, throw something off the edge and I'm protecting him, he guaranteed was. I'm like, how far off this edge are you going to go? It's me who holds him and helps him see that the thing is finally over the edge. Because I'm like, what? Well, if I was in here, what would you do? Are you going to keep going until you fall off? Children are strange, man. I keep them safe, man. I just, I just want to bubble wrap the boy. Like, bubble wrap him and put him in a damn bubble. Saran wrap him in. Well, not saran wrap his face. Uh, clearly, that's not practical, but bubble wrap him in the limbs, you know. Put a helmet on him and let him go, you know. He falls on his bum. He falls on his front. He falls on whatever. He's okay. I'm tired of it. Anxiety is a bitch. These kids are not afraid of falling. And, and, and that kills me. 
At my age, I fall, I, I see my whole life flash before my eyes. You know what I'm saying? I'm afraid to bust a hip. I was just talking, Mika, hi, shout out to Meeks, Mika Boo. That's my baby sister. You know what I'm saying? That's my boo thing. And Mika know, yeah, girl, we was just talking about that today. You know, I'd be fine. I'd be like, y'all, they just be falling. Children be like, boom. You're like, oh my God, they're probably going to cry out. And they'd be like, mm, all is well, all is well. Hmm. I mean, I fell out like that on my bum. I'd be like, my tailbone. Oh, no. Ah. Hello, police. 911. Chapel down. Chapel down. What are you doing? Can I get the wipes? If you don't give me these things. Oh, my God. Thank you. I'm tired. We're going to sleep. I'm going to take us a nap. I'm going to put you down. You've been great, though. Say happy new year, chapel counter. You're not gonna say it? You gonna say say happy new year. Oof. No? Now you're quiet. When I need you to say something, you ain't got nothing to say. Alright, y'all. Love you, Chaps Corner. See you all soon. Stay safe.